What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. I guess with the new lens of perceived versus true risk and the state of the world today, there's a lot to consider when it comes to asset, apartment buildings, and other assessments. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the nine to five. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Welcome back, Cashflow Multipliers. Palmy and Nancy here, aka your financial BFFs for high-level entrepreneurs here to help you succeed in all things apartment syndication, passive income, and never trading your time for money. You know, this week we're talking about something that many people acknowledge when it comes to investing, but not many people take into consideration the element of risk. And yes, beyond risk, what is true risk versus perceived risk? For example, did you know that more people die from vending machine accidents than being bitten by sharks every year? Wait, what? Yes, a lot of people don't know this weird but dangerous fact. And think about the number of people who have their vending machines in their offices, in their buildings. So, Palm, what you're saying is the perceived risk is shark swimming in the ocean. Jar theme playing in the background here, guys. But the real killer, aka the true risk, holds hot Cheetos and sneakers. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to laugh at it because people, there's a real accident, but yes. <laughs> that is the case. And to think of the number of times that the vending machines have solved my hangry monster issues, this whole time it was actually a silent killer. OMG. Okay, so bringing it back to a more serious topic here, I guess with the new lens of perceived versus true risk and the state of the world today, there's a lot to consider when it comes to asset, apartment buildings, and other assessments. It definitely does seem like the world keeps cycling through various traumatic events, starting with the COVID-19 pandemic, the rise of inflation, the war in Ukraine, and now Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian's overbearing PDA at every red carpet event. I think they just got legally married too. I mean, at, at a time that this is more than ever, it's essential that we understand perceived versus true risk, especially when, you know, understanding the two may mean growing your financial security or reducing it. But there's another key element between perception versus true risk, and it's called perception gap, which strangely reminds me of some sort of carnival or fair house, fair fun house, actually. Do elaborate here, Palm. So remember going to those weird hall of mirror rooms when you were a kid? Uh, yeah. So in, in there, there's different types of mirror, different angles. It's all optical illusions. And a side note, I do like the one that made me super thin versus a... Or tall versus a super fat one. I remember that those mirrors made you look tall or like, you know, wide. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. You know. Sometimes I view the perception get as something similar. In reality, the reality, the perceived risk versus actual risk, the perception changes everything. How we view things, 
how we reinteract with it. I see what you're going to with this. I mean, completely agree with you, Palm. Again, but like savvy investor recognize the gap and use it to gain huge profit. So they know that they may be looking into mirrors that definitely don't look like them. In the field of psychology, in fact, the perception gap can be defined as the subconscious application of psychological and instinctive filters that help us quickly determine if the information or current situation is deemed dangerous. Hmm. Nothing comes to mind about information being spread to the masses, creating division and pa- <laughs> mass panic amongst people. Right. <laughs> Using facts and figures to formalize our critical judgment on how safe the information and or events actually is can be too much for some people to handle. But there's also another thing to note when it comes to our brain and what we consider dangerous, neural connections. No, you didn't all of a sudden switch to a brain surgeon podcast. No, you did not, right? Our neural connections represent our first assessment of a situation and or information that is used to protect us. Our brains are hardwired to respond to risk with a mix of facts and feelings. Bringing it back to how does this relate to my passive investment again? Hmm... Because in the state of the world today, with every news alert triggering our fight or flight, aka our neural connections, we have to assess how we can best protect our investment without panicking. Today, we're getting in touch with our emotions and bringing you on for a ride. We'll take a deeper dive into the three different types of emotional characteristics that may make some risk feel scared than the actual are. Facts notwithstanding. Okay, so kicking things off, the first emotion we're explaining is uncertainty. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know, our Cashflow Multiplier podcast long enough, then you know we often refer to ourselves as being in the CIA, Control Issues Anonymous. We like to have a grip on things and keep a watchful eye. And in the face of so many economic and global events, we investors especially try to grab onto anything that provides us with an with answers to our fears because a sense of knowing provides us with reassurance of having, well, control. Facing our fear with uncertainty can be solved by doing a little homework and taking on a defense investing I mean investment strategies. Nan homework? Yes, like studying a long-standing and empirical data regarding the asset class, the submarket, projected growth, etc. Knowing these numbers, understanding how they work together, what this means for you and your asset today will help you address what could happen in the future. Take, for example, what we know already about multifamily apartments. We know that it's one of the best or is the best risk-adjusted asset class due to its critical need in the market and what they mean for people. Everyone deserves a nice, clean, affordable home. So, places to live. Check. That's the foundation and the fundamental need not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Guys, do you believe that there will be more demand for real estate in the future? Raise your hand virtually if you do think so. I see, well, I see Palm's hand up, both hand. <laughs> Do you believe that people will need clean, safe, affordable housing in the future? Last we checked, there's no technology coming in that's going to, you know, eliminate the need for hu- humans to sleep. I mean, yes or no, right? Do you believe that property will be worth more 20 years from now than it is today? Do you believe that? When we look at that empirical data, we see that multifamily apartments in the right market had the least decline of compared to the stock market, and a faster recovery immediately after any economic recession throughout the history of the U.S. And if you're thinking, how have multifamily held up in the past couple of years? Well, we've got you. Recently, we did a workshop adjusting how multifamily apartments have held up in the past market downturn. 
Check out the show notes and show description of this podcast. Okay, moving on. Have you ever been around someone that just make you feel a little mm, off? Yeah, like you can't put your finger on it, but it just doesn't feel don't have that right vibe. Yes, trust is a key emotional characteristic that may hinder an investor. Ability to recognize and work through any perception gap. There are so many things we can say when it comes to trust as it relates to investing. But we want to spend our focus on the trust between your team and relationship you built while in this world of apartment investing. Without trust, there isn't business, and we both need to work together to make sure that there any leap of faith we take, we're trusting that the people who are leading us will be there. Remember that your parents used to say, "If everyone jumps off a cliff, would you do it?" In this case, your answer should be yes, right? <laughs> Hell yes, right? Apartment investing is no different. We place for like so much trust in any action if we feel strongly that our sponsorship team has our best interest in mind, get us, and has a proven track record of doing what they said they're going to do. You know, analogy that came to mind was skydiving. Like Nan <laughs> and I have done that several times, and we trust the person that we're doing the tandem jump with. We, we know their track record. We know that they've done really great things, and so therefore we trust and we jump. Literally, you know that's so true because I don't think I would trust myself to jump on my own. Yeah, but to be able to pull the cord. <laughs> yes, I yeah. So like I literally trust the person who you with know, your life who I, I'm with and, you know, the system that they place in, like put in place. So, yes. So, therefore, we jump. Yeah. Well, the other thing is consistency is key. And we understand trust is hard for people, especially in relationships. And that's okay as well. Building trust is like working a muscle. Start small and soon you'll be able to gain it no time. And this goes back to our episode seven, the exact strategy we use when betting an apartment investment deal. If you've been here a while and tune in on our early episode, we say something that might freak some of you out, especially for those people with commitment issue here. <laughs> so our favorite question to ask when vetting someone is, would you want to drink wine and share a shakuri board with them? If the answer is no, then no, it is not, right? Then no, right? For everything. If you can't bond over breed, then you got a good go. <laughs> I love that. I always good say that, go. right? Yes, like good to go. Good to go, dude. Breaking bread with others can tell you a lot about people and their motives. Just look at the famous historical ancient leaders. If you don't feel the connections, then don't wire them the 50 or 100k to that team. It's simple as that. The last emotion we want to get real about is anxiety. This is definitely a deeper topic for the Cashflow Multiplier podcast and what we can deliver today. But there are plenty of mental health and wellness book blog, of course, that go into this subject far better than we can. We're talking about anxiety from investor point of view here. Transition is a natural part of life. And when you're talking about making significant changes to our lives, whether it's ending a relationship with someone, changing careers, or investment, you inevitably generate a lot of anxiety. And this is deeply rooted in the human psyche. I mean, you know what it's like to feel trapped and have the wave of anxiety hit you, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. When we first started out in apartment investing, anxiety would hang out and make itself comfortable in my brain. It was like, how did you get here and who invited you in? I actually honestly feel something similar myself. I truly didn't know what thoughts were real and what thoughts were exaggerated. And eventually, everything just lumped together to be one big ball of anxiety. And it was not fun for sure. We want to be sensitive to the folks out there that's dealing with anxiety as daily part of their lives and recognize that your pain and perspective on the situation are valid. 
Anxiety can be powerful and keep us trapped in bad relationships and a lousy job or prevent us from going after an investment necessary to leave that lousy job. Nan, did you know that this mental illness was first discovered by Nobel Prize winner and cognitive psychologist Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky at the Loss Aversion Theory? Yes, now I see where we're going with this. Remember what we said earlier, facts and feelings determine so much of our emotions and the authors explain why we experience pleasure differently than agony of loss. Obviously, other than being two different type of emotion, losses are experienced in the amygdala, part of the brain where the primary role is to process emotional responses such as fear and anxiety. Uh, okay, so now I'm thinking about when we reference the flight or fight analogy. This seems to be exactly that. Yep, these responses are also known as fight or flight, like Nan said, and they have been a natural part of humankind since the beginning of our time. They help us detect dangers, you know, back when our ancestors were running away from like Tyrannosaurus or lions or whatever the animals were at the time. Yeah. This trait in our brain is wild because it didn't disappear with time. We may not be running around with lions or dinosaurs anymore, but anxiety diverts us away from the intellectual part of our brain and moves us more to the primitive bodies, resulting in humankind's acting more like caveman ancestors of ours. Thanks to them, as we navigate to a safer world, we're still carrying this instinct. This will bring us back to the perception gap and explain why some individual may feel more reluctant to make, you know, an otherwise informed investment decision because they may perceive any potential loss as having a larger impact on the potential gains. The number of times we've seen this fear hold back investors is insane. For example, someone knowing that inflation is 8% or higher, yet still feels safer to keep their money under the mattress or in a bank which is basically the same thing as losing 8% of the purchasing power per year, right? That's insane. Yes, multiply that by 10 years and the purchasing power of their money would have lost over 80% of its value. Yet many believe that, you know, quote unquote, is safer choice to keep their money stuff away and not working for them at all. Super insane when you try to, when you put it into logic. So where do we go from here? If it sounds like you or someone you know, there's hope to the situation and it starts with safety. In order to escape this loss aversion trap or be more mindful of the perception gap, seek out experts that can help you create an environment that fosters your feeling of security. Again, we're not experts or doctors when it comes to dealing with mental health, but we can offer perspective and share our own stories as investors who not long ago were not mindful of the perception gap ourselves but overcame it through fostering a safe space for ourselves and with an incredible team. In this safe space, you'll be free to access your full intellectual capability and capacity so that you can become clear on your purpose and your goals. In this environment, you will be able to take strongly committed actions that will change the course of your life, discover financial freedom, and create safety, not just for you, but your family and loved ones. If you're wondering where you can start with such an incredible, safe, and squishy committee in a good way, we invite you to check out the Kitty Freedom Club, a passive investor club made for everyday people just like you. You can learn more through the link in the description or on, or go to kittysisters.com slash kittyfreedomclub. That's kittysisters.com slash kittyfreedomclub. Our hope is that you're starting to put together the pieces of what your perceived risks are versus true risk. What are the vending machine in your life and what are the sharks? Taking the time to seek understanding of our fears with the help of the community and professionals can be the difference between staying where you're at or retiring early and living your dream life. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Your feedback means so much to us. So before you leave, please leave us a rating and a review. 
this is a great episode to share as well for your friend who are interested in investing, but not sure how to get over some of those mental games. And don't forget to follow us on social media at the Kitty Sisters. We'll be back next time with a brand new episode of understanding the difference between AAR and IRR calculations, which is better and what makes sense for your investments and most popularly what it can mean for your return. See you soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. <laughs>